0: Hello and welcome to Wisconsin in Focus, powered by the Center Square. I'm Dan McCaleb, Executive Editor of the Center Square Newswire Service. Joining me today is Ben Yount, our Wisconsin correspondent. How are you today, Ben?
1: I cannot believe that we are sitting here the first week of August. It is state fair time here in Wisconsin, and school is less than four weeks away. My children do not know what is coming for them.
0: <laughs> back to school time is always a great time of year for parents. Maybe not for uh, the, the little ones or the kids, but definitely parents uh, look forward to back to school time. And uh, if you go to the Fairbend, just watch what you eat there. That, I, that food's not good for you. You know I, that, right?
1: I I watch it all. I watch it come out of the the, the deep fat fryer into the little boat. I watch my hand pick it up and I watch it go straight into my mouth. Yeah, I watch what I eat every single day, Dan.
0: (laughs) There you go, Ben. Uh, I wish I could eat that stuff, but uh, I'm beyond that point. I'll tell you what. Ben, we're recording this on Thursday, August 3rd. The Wisconsin Supreme Court seated its newest justice this week, Janet Protasewitch, which flips the partisan makeup of the bench from a conservative one to a more uh, liberal court. You wrote about that this week and what it could mean for Wisconsin. Tell us a little bit about what you found out.
1: Yeah, this is the first time in about 15 years that liberals have control of the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Now, there have been some swing cases over the years, and it hasn't been as ideologically rigid as I think that some conservatives would have preferred but republicans the, the the conservative majority really cemented the republican reforms that started about a decade ago under Scott Walker if anybody in Wisconsin remembers act 10 right to work yeah. all manners of conservative reforms that were hailed nationally and it was because of a conservative majority supreme court that those reforms stayed Now, you have, for the first time in years, a liberal majority court, and, you know, Janet Protasewicz, who ran for this, won the special, not the special election, but won the election in the spring. She all but promised to bring in a new wave of liberal or progressive thinking to the court. And this is one of the reasons why by the way, Wisconsin's race for Supreme Court earlier this year is the most expensive in the nation's history. All told, I believe wiz politics had the uh, the price tag at 56 million dollars, almost about half of that money on Pro side coming from out of state. But this was a very expensive, very closely watched race because this is really going to break the logjam. Wisconsin has a Democratic governor and a Republican dominated legislature. In fact, there's a a supermajority in the Senate and almost a supermajority in the state assembly. So Republicans can pass all manners of laws. Governor Evers, the Democrat, then gets to veto all manners of laws and he can issue certain executive orders, but neither side really had an advantage. Now liberal justices are looking to change that. And, and almost as, as soon as, as Protese, which took the oath Tuesday afternoon, you started to see some movement on at least one of the big issues that, you know, the, the liberals here in Wisconsin have been trying to address for years. Can you give me more specifics yeah. on that? This is a story that, that we wrote on, on Wednesday about a new lawsuit filed directly with the Supreme Court that would change Wisconsin's electoral maps. Wisconsin is highlighted as one of the states with the most gerrymandered maps in the state. And as a reporter who used to work in Illinois, I kind of chuckle because it's <laughs> more of a, of a partisan Gerrymandering, as opposed to the very creative map making that Illinois lawmakers employed. Uh, my, my congressman, when I lived in Springfield, Illinois, in the center of the state, my congressman was from the Quad Cities up on the Iowa border in northern Illinois. Uh, but hey, you know, it, it is the, the the majesty of human ingenuity that gave us the Sistine Chapel and the Illinois Seventeenth Congressional District. But the you have had complaints from Democratic lawmakers here in Wisconsin. Uh, Governor Evers, a Democrat as well, national Democrats, about the partisan slant for the state's electoral maps. Wisconsin's Republicans do very, very well, not so much statewide, but when you get to congressional districts, there are only two Democrats elected to Congress out of Wisconsin. When you take a look at state legislative districts, again, Republicans in the Wisconsin Senate have a veto proof majority, and Republicans in the state assembly have almost a veto proof majority. And so this has been laid at the feet of gerrymandering. It remains to be seen just how, Many seats would change hands because, again, Governor Evers tried his hand at what he called a fair map last year, and it would have given one more black majority district to Milwaukee, which would have swung maybe one more seat. It would not have made a a radical change. That map, by the way, got dismissed by the United States Supreme Court for violating the Civil Rights Act because you cannot racially gerrymand gerrymand in the United States. You can by the way, draw political lines. Uh, the Supreme right. Court said in in, in, an, in an often cited case that it is state legislatures who should decide the political rules for drawing the political boundaries of a political map, not the federal courts. This lawsuit that was filed within 24 hours of Protossay, which assuming her position on the court argues that Wisconsin's constitution guarantees free government. And so they're trying to go and end around around the legislature to perhaps get one, two, three more Democratic districts here in the state. So, yeah, it would produce which promised to be a vote. For some of these liberal causes, when she was running, she took the oath of office Tuesday afternoon. By Wednesday morning, there was a lawsuit already on the desk of the Supreme Court asking her to take to 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 essentially keep her promise, as Republicans quite often said, keep her promise on changing the state's maps. Now, how far it goes, we don't know. The lawsuit asks for new maps before the 2024 election, so this would have to happen very quickly. And uh, again, this is why we write the stories at Center Square every single day, because these things do have a tendency to move, particularly when voters are getting ready to go to the polls.
0: Absolutely, Ben. And we look forward to your uh, continued coverage on this as, as the new makeup of the court uh, starts getting cases such as redistricting. Um Uh, But we are out of time. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at TheCenterSquare.com. For Ben Yout, I'm Dan McCaleb. Please subscribe. Thank you for listening.